focusing on an emerging generation of kings. The Anchorless panel are very powerful and gifted and talented and sweet voiced. Minister Uche Chukwambara is going to be out here and she's going to introduce our guests. Come and celebrate the woman of God as she comes. Welcome our studio audience, studio audience. <laughs> and everyone watching live on YouTube, DSTV, everything. <laughs> Welcome everyone. This morning we're going to be talking about marriage, love, all the interesting stuff. And I'll be sharing the stage this morning with amazing, beautiful people as they share God's wisdom on enjoying marriage. So who is expecting forever happily after i'll ask that question again who is looking forward to who is expectant for forever happily after i am yes Alrighty. let me take my seats <laughs> Alright, I'm very excited this morning. I love love. I love everything that's about love. Things to make my body just, you know. And we're going to <laughs> we're going to be talking with um, my friends this morning and they're going to be sharing great insights. So right about now, let's welcome our first couple this morning. Um <laughs> I need energy. How Jason Bond is staring at me is very, 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 very funny. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to bring up on stage right now the first couple. They got married in August 2020. Their wedding hashtag was threefold court. Let's bring up on stage Mr. and Mrs. Gabriel and Duny Balogo. <laughs> As they come on stage, GB is a multidisciplinary learning specialist. <laughs> and Mrs. Balogo is our office administrator at King's. They look gorgeous. Please have your seats. Thank you, madam. Yes, sir. God, Joe, I can't wait to be doing Uncle with my husband. As is. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> All right, now the next couple that we're bringing up. <laughs> These guys, they were like the first, they're the ones that had the first wedding at King's. They launched weddings at King's for us. Um, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. They're 
part of my inner inner circle of friends. They're my guys. So I'm very biased. You're my guys too, but this one's <laughs> they're my guys, guys. All right. Uh, we're going to bring up on stage um, these guys, SL Forever. They got married October 2018. Pastor Larry and Mrs. Sayo Oshidele. <laughs> pastor Larry is the pastor and ministry director of media and information systems at Kings, and he works as a procurement and corporate branding person at Sterling Bank. Shia Bissell <laughs> is an international fashion designer, creative genius, and she's my friend. <laughs> All right, welcome guys. Can you give them a round of applause again? Yes. All right, so this morning we have a long list of questions that these guys are going to answer for us. So admit, in the midst of all the bands and everything, there is something to learn. So please open your ears very, very well. You cannot marry anyhow. All right. Okay. Can you see this love thing? If your wife's share cannot reduce by itself. What? <laughs> Hey, God. See, this morning, I'm very happy. You see, inside middle of, ah, God. I'm not much shouting God when. God, now. Husband. Husband, I see you. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this first question. You guys, we share it around. Have you always wanted to get married? Why did you decide to get married, Mr. GB? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to get married. Um, I'm, I think I'm very privileged. So I've grown up in a family where my dad and my mom were lovers. So, so that sort of gave me like a very strong desire to get married. I mean, I, I think I decided the date I was going to get married in my year one. Yeah. Um, it was weird. Um, I caught the flick of this vision 2020 and I just decided I wanted to get married in 2020. And it happened. So, yeah. And the second question is... Um, sorry, your question has gone. <laughs> Why did you decide to get married? Why? Yes. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, the Bible that says, either finds a wife, finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I wanted that good thing. No jokes. Um... I just knew that my life will be 10 times better. Not that it's not better, but it would be 10 times better if I was married to the person that was mine. And I can tell you for free that it's almost 20 times better. I mean, I, I mean, I got married, so a lot of you may not know, but I got married when I was in between jobs. I was floating spiritually. I was not structured. So, it would be weird for you not to know that because I won't project that. Um, but since I got married, my God. <laughs> I mean, everything has, has 10x. That's the word, yeah. Thank you. That's beautiful. Please call for GB. All right. 
you guys will share briefly how you guys met. So you guys know that GP just came one day. As in, he just sneaked up on all of you men. And he just snatched Junior anyhow. You tell us after, Sha, how it happened. But quickly, um, before marriage, was there anything you did to prepare yourself for marriage? Extra prayers in midnight. <laughs> did you go and do like extra skincare therapy? So what, what did you do to just set yourself for Mr. GB? On our mic now. Set myself for Mr. GB. I didn't even know GB was even the one coming, actually. Um, for me, I, yeah, I, for me, it was um, just me taking things as, you know, they were coming. I can remember um, when I came into King's, when I came to King's, rather, and... Um, um, it was one of my desires, like, okay, um, God settled me and stuff like that. And um, around that period, um, so I'm sure all of us know, we are quite familiar with, you know, how PDAMs, you know, would say some things and it would look like joke and everything. So one of those times at Skate City, um, during our, PDAMs <laughs> is already laughing, um, during our, um, one of those um, review times after service, you know, PDAMs would say some things to different people. look at me and I say, ah, do, 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 I say, do me, do, do, ataro, do, uh, your sauce is coming, you know, that kind of thing. And people laughed about it. Hey, I am the Dundu, but my Atarodo is coming. And you know, that was quite funny. Like, even remember, remembering that now, it's, you know, you know, kind of comical. But for me, because um, I'd been, I won't, I won't deny the fact that I'd been praying about it at, I know fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd been praying about it, Sha, and, you know, just waiting on God. And, you know, the, the thing about that period was that around that time when PDAMs made that utterance and I took it very serious was because I took it very serious because um, even around that period um, while praying um, God actually gave me a word so to speak um, um, around um, the, um, the the book of Ruth basically and you know there are some um, scriptures that sound similar or should I say familiar rather than with us and everything but at that period for me especially that part where um, my mind was focused on that part where, you know, um, Naomi told Ruth to, like, go and work in, um, the, in the field. And she just got busy working. And while she was working, you know, Boaz came. And for me, you know, Peter was saying something while he was giving us the charge, something about rest. So it was like I was just uppity-uppy about everything. And, but when that word came, I just, you know, relaxed. Around that period, a lot of other, you know, people came, advances, some men from the abroad. I went to Pidams, yeah, told him about it. And, of course, he advised me, told me what I felt about, you know, the advances and all. And I was just at rest. So much so that when um, Uncle Jibwe came around... <laughs> Yeah, when he came around and, you know, and he was still doing some shakalasha. Maybe I should leave it till later. Yeah, till later. But like when he came and I was able to settle some things in my mind that, you know, I got um, advice um, from Pidams himself and, you know, everything was just smooth. Beautiful. Susha knew that GB was the one. So going to that, the one. Hi, friends. <laughs> so, the one. Is there a statement, a myth? Dot, dot, dot. Why did you decide to get married to my sister here? Okay, morning everyone. Um, 
It's great to be here. Uh, I need to say this quickly. Uh, Mr. Uche here has been very, very instrumental in our marriage. Yes, yeah, she is the official spiritual matchmaker, more, more or less. Thank you very much. Thank so you. we celebrate you. I celebrate you always. I love to celebrate you. Yeah. Okay, the one, the one. Um, to be honest, I don't think it's true, and that's from a personal experience because I had previous relationships based on my um, personality and my build up, the way I love, the way I do things. I, there were a lot of the one moments. For I started dating, serious dating started from uni, and that lasted a couple of years. So I thought already, I mean, it was set. I mean, this person looked, the part looked like everything, right? But, I mean, it didn't work out, and a couple of other relationships after that. So I, don't, I personally don't think there is the one person. But, I mean, that's in your own, I mean, in your dating um, space and do it, carrying on. It's okay to date, but uh, don't do it with the mindset that I've come to this. I mean, this is my final stop, right? You're doing it. Yes, you have faith. So, you have, I mean, you're doing all of it with faith, right? But you're not um, going to go with the mindset of this is the one, the one, the one, right? So, there's that one person for you. I mean, based on several uh, different things. And that's why praying about that is also very important. Because I, I, I mean, after those moments, I was like, okay, um, I think I was, I was just fed up with the whole uh, dating process and it going bad and all of that stuff. Uh, but, <laughs> right, so I, I, just, I just felt, okay, Lord, I really need this to work out. And, I mean, it came in a way that I was not expecting, right? I mean, and after, I mean, and then the truth is, when that one person comes, you would know all of your hearts. Like, it won't, there, won't be, um, there won't be any part that has a shadow of doubt or anything. You would know for sure, 100%, that this is the person. And that's what happened with the missus. This was an all moment. And you guys missed it. No. We'll try again after. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, SBI. What steps did you take when you said catching feelings for my brother? What, what did you do? You don't catch feelings. I caught feelings, but it was not that I did something. Okay, so... Uh, wait, wait, hold on, pause. Pause. Let me ask you two questions. You answer two questions together. All right. Um, generally, you're married. How has it been so far? You answered that one after. But I want to really, really know when the feeling started brewing. What did you do? As he said, when you know, when you miss the one, everything will just align. So before I actually, <laughs> before you came to Kings, before you came to that event, um, sorry, man, I was just cut you small. When they invite you to Kings, you be like, stay in your house and be dulling. as in my. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> By the way, the event was yeah, immersion. Prayer. Well, a prayer, prayer and go. We're literally sitting on the floor, scavenging everything, everything. So it was that event that we're at. But before then, 
I used to have one um, prayer meeting I attended. I used to attend online where we used to pray for our partners and everything. And I already had a list from that event. Okay, so there was one particular service that made me intentionally write down everything I wanted in my spouse. I had not really intentionally thought about what the guy was going to look like. I had always said I want to get married, but I didn't really think through who that man is going to look like and how it's going to fit into my purpose. But from that particular event, I made a list, a very long one. <laughs> so um, when Larry came, <laughs> it was just a very random occasion where I sat at one by the wall side, it was at the wall, and I she was at our back. Secure your spots. This spot, this spot, shoes. Your spouse might be there. <laughs> and I remember that day, Puche just randomly looked back and said, Ah, look at that guy behind you. He looks like a fine boy. No, you say he looks like the description you, you've given before. That's what Uche said. And I was like, Where? I'm like, how do you even have time for that? Are you not praying? Like, I, I just continued <laughs> praying, <Focus>. right? <laughs> I was just focused on everything. But somehow, somehow, he mentioned the three, this, 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 this. then the following week, we had waves. So when they say come to waves, to attend waves, it's a beach hangout. We have fun there. So from praying, then the next week, we went to waves. And then Larry and I had a conversation. We just clicked, really. We just started from there, basically. And in like two weeks, we're talking back to back, like almost every day. And <laughs> no, the sweet thing about so you abandoned me in the process. <laughs> I said it wasn't what I did; it was what he did. It was because he took action immediately, and that was one of the sweet things about the whole process. He literally just said, "Oh, I know you are Pidam's daughter. I need to let him know that we have been talking a lot." And um, do you mind? Do you like that? Would you Truth like is, I had never spoken to anyone that much ever, even in every other relationship I had. It was, it was intense, guys. I mean, I'm talking messages back to back to one back. One hour, so hours, every one hours. I mean, during the break. I'm. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Hope you're great. Hope you're check. Hope you're doing great. Housework and all of that. And we, we, there was there was just a lot to talk about. It's, it was like I already knew this person. Yeah. It, it was so natural. It was, it was so fluid. And I mean, I was so sure. I, again, I hadn't been so sure of any other thing, like except except from being except from giving my life to Christ. Of course, I was hundred percent. But I mean, after that, I mean, I was so. And, and that that actually is. Um, the important thing, first of all, once your heart is with God, yeah. you follow that same heart because that same heart is what will guide you to uh, the truth. I mean, and man, this baby is the truth, to wrap it up, we also we're not just talking random, we're also praying, and so 
very weird. I think somebody was my prayer partner at the time. Well, the precious. Precious. <laughs> precious. Literally, Precious. And like, it was as if we just bounced her. Because I was praying with Precious at the time. <laughs> and then I started talking to Larry. And then from talking, we just say, ah, it's 12 midnight, though. Time to pray. And then we just start praying. Precious will call me, and I won't be able to pick her call because I'm on the <laughs> So, but it was... It wasn't just about the talks, it was the fact that we connected both emotionally and then spiritually as well. So, yeah. Mentally too, I mean, we vibed on uh, different things. I mean, it was, it was, it was so, it was so real. It was natural. Thank you. Thank you for turning up. All right, so mentioned something that's very beautiful that Pastor Larry reached out to PDAMS. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys, <laughs> GB, <laughs> what is the importance of premarital counseling and parental and pastoral consent and counseling? What did it do for you guys? Interesting yeah. question. Um, so before I answer that, I want to say this. I don't think I've ever said this even to her. Um, God is the source of my drive. And this also flows into what we're saying. God is the source of my drive, but Duni is the purpose of my drive. And I'm telling you. Let me explain what Sorry, I'm saying. Sorry, they, they need to calm down to listen to what you are saying. They're not really dead yet. They're just, God, I don't want to be trusted like this. God is too late. And you know, you know, like what, what Pastor Daniel comes out, I'm like, my beautiful wife, my angel, see, I'm looking forward to it. I know Pastor Daniel has just been like, yeah, whatever. Angel, please go on. Yeah. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I said that. Um, the energy by which I pursued Pastor Dami on her behalf is what I mean by she was the purpose of my drive. So, so I had more meetings with Pastor Dami about relationships and doing it than about spirituality. At that time, at that time, not now. At that time. Um, I remember there was a specific meeting that I was supposed to meet with Pastor Dami. Three times I was bounced. Pastor Dami had, his calendar was full. He would say, let's meet today. I will prepare. He would say, Ajibi, I'm sorry, we can't meet. And the day we finally met, oh my, I secured him. And I, I put my heart to him. And I, I was very honest. I told Pastor Dami, I said, that it may look like I came to Kings to just pick your daughter and go. I said, that's not it. But I came here one, you, you called me. It was prophecy. You called me. So I came. And I wanted to do this rightly. And so when she said that ah, you must talk to Peter, so it, was not, it was not a big deal at all. It was, I knew it was necessary. And that followed through up until the premarital counseling. See, I will tell you for a fact that there are no better role models than Pastor Dami and Pastor Lady Toji. <laughs> Um, not because they are pastors of our church, but when you, are, when you study their marriage, you want to be married. And having them 
counsel um, counsel us for I think how many weeks? I think three weeks or three four four weeks if I'm right. For over four hours, we will sit down, and Pidams will be giving us real life applications. See, the Disney movies prepare you for happily ever after, be happily. But marriages, that's where it ends. It ends at the wedding. Abby, yeah. the Disney the movies end at the wedding. Yeah. They don't tell you the marriage. Yeah. But premarital counseling gives you the idea of what the marriage is. Adulthood and marriage are two things like I don't think people are fully prepared for. You're never fully prepared for it. Yeah. But counsel helps you to know how to manage. So, so one of the things we learned was for a man, you have to be able to absorb things. And your wife will push you. She will push you to be a better man. And if you cannot absorb a lot of that, that friction, you will struggle. You will give up. You will give up. And kings don't give up. We don't give up, men. Yes. And so for me, that, that four weeks was the best foundation for the first one year of our marriage. Because it was in that council I got the instruction for the first. So the way God works with me is that he gives me instruction part-time. So he gave me instruction for the first year. And it was simple. Endeavor to keep the unity of your marriage. And the counsel from that session, from those sessions sort of gave me an understanding of how to do that. And I did that and we did one year and then we are running another word and it's amazing. Beautiful. Do you have anything to share on that? You're good? You're sure? All right. All right. Um, a very interesting question. How do you guys keep yourselves interested in each other? No, personally, answer this question, and then you answer. You guys to answer too. And how do you maintain friendship within your marriage? Like Minister Oche is throwing all the deep <laughs> questions. We're learning. Uh, yes, we are actually. Uh, keeping interest. It's. I mean, how we started is how we continued. Um, so the only difference is the intensity and the intentionality, basically. Uh, we started off talking, being friends. And, I mean, we haven't stopped. We become tighter friends, closer friends. I mean, I used to have a female best friend. Bounced. Way before. I mean, even way before I got I have a question about her. best friendship in marriage. And... <laughs> <laughs> right, so I mean, I mean, when you know, I mean, I was, we were talking way too much, I mean, not, not too much as a bad thing, but it was very intense, we told each other everything, and again, another thing is, that's very important, is being vulnerable, uh, you can't hide yourself from someone you call uh, your spouse, or your best friend, or your wife, um, so I mean, because we started with that foundation, uh, vulnerability, communication, friendship, like really tight friendship. Um, we continued with that and the bond just grew stronger, stronger and stronger. That's really it. Beautiful. Do you have anything to share, Ad? Yes. Um, okay, let me jump the question. I asked you guys this. So how do you guys walk through your differences? How do you resolve conflicts? Have there been any um, compromises you guys have, have had to make? FD, I think I want you to speak. FD means flavors of Duni. Pastor Dami gave her that name. Flavors of Duni. Yeah. Okay. Um, for that, I would say that um, and this applies to even both of us. We did a lot of reporting. 
you know, Yoruba we say, Fedrosun. But not that kind of reporting that's like, okay, maybe you're telling on your, you're, te you're reporting your husband to your friend or something, but to God. Because um, there is this thing I personally believe, and that's when we're talking within the context of a marriage in the Christian sense, the place of the Holy Spirit cannot be overemphasized. In the sense that you want to get... Um, with this person for the rest of your life, you guys must vibe on that level. Of course, you guys are different. Like, we're different. Our pers obviously, our personalities are different. Our sense of style, different. GB talks a lot. Me, it is when, as in when he's outside. But it is when me, I'm inside or with my close, you know, people or so. Like, that is when I talk. Like, a lot of differences. But you know what? Sorry, have you sent your voice notes before? <laughs> Working, but that voice note is nine minutes. <laughs> What's it cost to me? I love you. <laughs> yeah, I, I like someone that is quiet now. When she now gets the opportunity to talk and pour out her heart, that's the only way now. But, but then, um, so um, talking about the Holy Spirit, like I, um, that's the only person that actually you know, makes the differences work. And again, yeah, personally, okay, so I said reporting, like reporting in the sense, in the sense of maybe when he does something wrong or we are not in agreement and you've done a lot of talking, you've done a lot of, for me, I can over explain to him. Like maybe he's sure when he does something and I'm like, he's like this, he's like, sorry. Mm, it's not about sorry. This is it. This one, you shouldn't have. Imagine if, you know, this kind of thing. And a lot of times that really hasn't worked because um, I've come to realize that every one of us, now I'm going to be careful with this statement I'm about to utter, every one of us, we have a certain truth that we abide by until when that truth you are calling your truth becomes confronted with another truth. So what I'm just trying to say in simple terms is that there's just something like um, something that has been working for you before you got married, like um, you have a, um, a certain principle or standard for living and um, someone comes and that thing has been working for you, like you've been successful, you know, applying those principles and another person comes and you guys want to decide on something, do you get, and you're now putting that down, the person is saying, no, this is what I believe and it's conflicting, but both of you at that point in time, it makes sense to you, so at that period, who best to talk to? Who is the best person to talk to? The Holy Spirit that understands the totality of this person and understands the totality of my person. Do you get? So reporting to that, to the Holy Spirit, has just been my best bet. Uh, anyways, we still talk, we still, you know, communication and everything. Very, very key, very, very important and all. But for me, that has been the major way that um, we've been able to work on our differences. And differences, again, in marriage is a very beautiful thing because if you don't have the differences there, it becomes a boring marriage. Like, he laughs the way I laugh. I laugh the same way. He tried to say, what is that? Oh, improved. You get So it, it actually makes the whole thing beautiful. So let me give a typical example of what she just said. Because we... So, so the beauty of our marriage is that we, we, we don't think alike, but we have the same thought process in terms of values. So a lot of things I hold in high esteem, she does. And a lot of things she holds in high esteem, I do. So it makes um, differences and conversations easy. So a typical example, if, she's, if, I'm, if I'm angry with her, I will go to God and say, God, I know what I went through before this lady said yes. I went through... It's simple. I went through God to get her. 
God, I went through you to get uh, I met a pastor, I met a disciple, I sat with him, I, sat, I did everything you wanted me to do. Please talk to your daughter. <laughs> That's what I say. You should even do more than that. I tell you, please talk to your daughter because if I talk to her, hey. <laughs> it's not that bad, man. This thing, no go. It won't go as planned. And like 30 minutes after that kind of very fun, so I usually pray those prayers when I'm in the car or I'm at work or we vex and we separate ourselves. So she goes to the room, I stay in the parlor. I'm forming work on the laptop. I'm not pressing, nothing's coming. <laughs> I eventually go to her in the room and say, Okay, I'm revealing something. <laughs> I go to the room and say, Okay, okay, I said this. You said this. I'm sorry. And it ends there. And it's because I've spoken to God, God has spoken to her. And so I had to be soft already to accept the apology. And then it's just, it's just smooth. Thank you so much. Because of it, I don't say that about the names, but all you ladies, uh, they are not here, Sha. But like all those men, the men, why are they telling me sorry? Sorry. Have you guys seen those things? And sorry for what? And so the guys should break their head out so they know that the man is a man. Ah, God forbid, though. <laughs> they are not here. Thank you guys so much. Welcome, PLT. You look gorgeous. <laughs> all right, so we have less than about seven minutes we're going to do quick questions and answer and answer it's going to be fun and fast right you guys have seen all those who does it better me here don't be pointing at each other right we're going to be fast but before then quick question what are some practical things you do to honor and reflect christ in your marriage quickly to honor and reflect christ in yes. our marriage um first things first God first. I mean, that's our standard. Um, we know what we are building. We know the purpose of our marriage. We know the vision we have for our marriage. So we always put God first because uh, this union is not just both of us. Uh, both of us. It's uh, you, me, and the Holy Spirit. God involved. So it's a it's a triangle that's revolving consistently. Uh, so to reflect, excuse me, to reflect Christ. Um, we ensure that we um, vibe on the same level in terms of our values and what we display, um, what do we um, represent uh, all together. Um, in doing that, we know that, okay, there are some things I can't do, there are some things you can't do, and we just go ahead from there. Right. you want to add something? All right, quick one for you guys. Your idea of marriage before marriage and now, is there a clash, is there a gap? Do you meet your expectations, exceed your expectations quickly? Definitely, there, there's a difference. So, so imagine this, I am the only male child of my parents, of my parents, and I'm the first born. I'm the first born, I'm the last son, so I'm, it's only me. So imagine growing up around women. Everything was done for me. How I am this disciplined self is, is, is God and Duni. And coming into marriage, I felt like, you know, they say the African man is built to fit a box and the African woman is trained or built to ensure that box remains a box. So I got into marriage expecting that she be... I'm king now. You guys, now bring your food and say, Cat, my king. A lot of wrong. Not like king. But, but the beauty is that I, I got to understand from premarital counseling that, see, the house is for both of you. And the house chores are for both of you. If nobody does the house chores, the house will be dirty. 
So the first thing we did was we split the work. I will do the dishes and I will take out the trash and I will buy water. She would do the cooking, she would do the taking. Like it was easy. So when I'm not doing my tax, it's a simple pinch. Sir, the tax is waiting for you. Do you understand? So, so it was it's totally different from what I had imagined. But, but I'm grateful because um, I am getting to understand what it means to be, to be one in mind. And because we are becoming one in mind, it is, it's no more, it's not a, it's not a shock. It's now something I look forward to. So I'm like, ah, next month, let's see the new level that God will take us to in our marriage. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. All right, so we're going to play a game right now. So you just point at the person that is the owner of the answer. All right? So quickly. This is where the music guys will play the music. All right. So who said, I love you first? <laughs> who is the better kisser? Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Move. All right, the end. This question is very funny, Shah. So all of you called the red people. Sorry. So we talked about sex for a while. Apidam said that it is God's will to have wild, passionate swinging. So are you guys swinging? Swinging from the chandelier. <laughs> is it true? Well. Well, as I'm not looking at anybody, just well, it's, it's as wild as, and as passionate as can be. Okay, so the truth is, um, <laughs> you want to ask? I even want her to talk. Okay, okay, I, I think we'll answer, we'll both answer this. Wild and passionate came to be by faith, right? <laughs> All right, so it's, the truth is, truth is, wild, passionate, pleasurable was something we came to the intensity of, uh, I mean, it was, I had expectations, she had expectations, and right now I can tell you, for free, no charges, that we are good. Really, really good. Really good. So are you guys passionate or not? It's okay, but we understand. Anything to add? I will say certain things about that. <laughs> Anything to add, madam? Please add. <laughs> okay, so we have... Less than twelve. You call. All right. So this is a very funny question. So fast. Um, you know how Disney? We say I want to have a fairy tale wedding with the chariot, horses. You know, angels, things flying. I want it to. But you guys, is it wrong to think 
that as I'm getting married, I want to get married tomorrow and I want to have yeah it's okay to want something beautiful so far you're not breaking a bank you're not stealing you're I want not... to break the bank I want to <laughs> pepper them on IG oh, that's not a godly mindset because why do you want to stress another person's child if you can afford it, great but if you can't, don't stress another person's son okay Exactly. Okay. A random question. So what? This is very gross. Like TMI. So when you guys were dating, you guys have seen before that be like, oh, if he farts or she farts in my presence, she's a keeper. Did I? <laughs> did you guys ever share any weird, nasty, like gross out things that just made you think, hmm, this is it? Was it when we started dating or um, okay, as it now, went? We can answer now if there's like gross things that just... Enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> not in front of Jibu. Jibu will be like, what's this? I'll be like, hey, is it not human to fat? Hey, or maybe like you belch or something. But then I understand the place of etiquette and everything. But I think it's actually coming from the place of you trying to pretend with someone you're calling your husband, you're pretending for him. If you don't fart in front of him, who else, whose presence are you going to be farting? In like, I, I think that. So I'm, 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 very, I'm very playful in the house. Um, I'm not so playful outside. I'm very composed outside. But in the house, I am very playful. So, because I am very playful in the house, you can imagine the amount of things I'll be doing in the house. So, I leave it to your imagination. I will not want it. I don't, my imagination is fine. Thank you very much. All right, we've had a beautiful time on Team TV. Sit down, calm down. Thank you so much, our wonderful, beautiful <laughs> couples. God bless you guys. I hope, studio audience, that you have learned something today. And it's our sincere prayer that you enjoy, you enjoy to the full God's type of marriage for you. If you've not found the one, you will find the one. Maybe here, maybe on the streets, maybe at your work. In Jesus' name, your eyes are open. Your ears are open. Your discernment is... Alrighty, thank you, guys. ...is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.